February 2024 trivia time. This time we're going to talk about the French in the Ohio River Valley. How about that? Researched, written, and read for you by me, Tamala Rich. Hello, beautiful people. It's trivia time again. Those who read my last newsletter reviewing David McCullough's book about settling the Ohio Territory will remember that the first white settlement on the Ohio River was named Marietta. In a prior quiz, we revealed that Marietta was named for Queen Marie Antoinette, whom revolutionary veterans thought had done more than anyone, even Ben Franklin, to convince King Louis XVI to support their effort. So let's explore more of the French influence in the Ohio River Valley this month, shall we? Here's how this goes. So first of all, since you're listening to this, you're probably um, on a podcatcher like iTunes or something. And I want you to know that I am narrating for you my newsletter, which exists online if you want to look at that at 981project.com. It's uh, it's a Substack, you know, based newsletter. So anyway, you want to get this information, I'm very happy to give it to you. And the way the quiz works for the podcast listeners is I read each question and I go three, two, one. When I get to one, if you don't have your answer formulated yet, just hit pause because after I say one, I give the answer. Are you ready? I hope so. Here we go. 10 questions about the French in the Ohio River Valley. Question one. What was the name of the county where Marietta, Marietta, Ohio is the county seat? Was it Lafayette? Was it Washington? Or was it Orleans? Okay, Marietta is the county seat of which county? Lafayette County, Washington County, or Orleans County? Three, two, one. Now, I know you wanted to think that it was French, which is why I set it up that way. But no, it's Washington, Washington County. And, you know, someday I need to look this up. I have a feeling that every state in America has either a county or a city named Washington. They're everywhere. Washington is everywhere. All right. So Marietta is the county seat of Washington County, Ohio. Question number two. The French named the state of Illinois after one of these three things. The first option is an Indian name for warriors plus the French adjective ending O-I-S. So like, you know, Illinois ends in O-I-S. So that's a French adjective. Was it an Indian name for warriors plus that O-I-S adjective? Or was it B, an Indian name for Devil's Kitchen Lake? Or is it a combination of the first three letters of the word illegitimate, I-L-L, and the French adjective ending in O-I-S, just spelled Illinois, together referring to an illegitimate claim on the area by Spain? Okay. Illinois is either named after an Indian name for warriors plus O-I-S, or an Indian name for Devil's Kitchen Lake, 
or a combination of illegitimate and the French adjective ending O-I-S. What is it? Three, two, one. It is an Indian name for men or warriors, plus the adjective ending in O-I-S. Question three. Terre Haute, Indiana got its name from the French phrase Terre Haute, meaning high land. French Canadian explorers and fur trappers named it in the early 18th century to describe the unique location above the Wabash River. At the time of its founding, the area was claimed by both the French and the British, making it the border between two places. What was the two places, A, Canada and Louisiana, or B, Illinois and Indiana, or C, France and Spain? A, Canada and Louisiana. B, Illinois and Indiana. C, France and Spain. Three, two, one. This is tricky and complicated. It was, it was at the border of Canada and Louisiana. Here's the deal. Canada was owned by the British and Indiana was then part of French, the French-owned Louisiana Territory. So when Terre Haute was founded, it was not, there was no state as known as Indiana. So it was between Canada and Louisiana. Pretty tricky, huh? But kind of cool. All right, number four. This is a Napoleon Bonaparte question. Napoleon Bonaparte sold the Louisiana territory to fund something. Was it A, a wedding dowry for his stepdaughter, Hortense Eugenie Cecile Bonaparte, so she could become Queen of Holland by marrying Napoleon's brother, Louis Bonaparte? Or was it B, a war with the British? Or was it C, both a wedding dowry and a war with the British? Why did Bonaparte, Napoleon Bonaparte sell the Louisiana territory? A, for a wedding dowry, B, for a war with the British, or C, both. Three, two, one. The I know you wanted to say it was both, but the answer is a war with the British. Okay, but having said that, the reason I came up with that um, Mis, you know, misleading answer is that his stepdaughter did marry the King of Holland, making Hortense Eugenie Cecile Bonaparte both her stepfather, both step, making her both stepdaughter and sister-in-law to Napoleon Bonaparte. Those French. Okay. Uh, moving forward here. That was a fun one. Uh, th- that was fun for me to cook up. I hope you enjoyed it. All right. Now, name, oh wait, in the 1700s, French officials in Canada were concerned over British encroachment into the Ohio country, which they claimed to be part of New France. They built a series of forts to create a permanent French presence. Their fort built in what's now Pittsburgh was named for the Governor General of Canada. What was the name of that fort 
in what's now Pittsburgh, built in the 1740s by the French. Three, two, one. It is Fort Duquesne and named for the new governor general of Canada, Ange Duquesne de Menville, Marquis Duquesne. That's his full name. It was replaced by the British Fort Pitt. Okay, Fort Duquesne came before Fort Pitt. Now, we're on number six. Name the French Marquis who fought in the Continental Army against the British in the Revolutionary War. Now, if you've seen the musical Hamilton, you already have the answer. I don't have to give you the rest of this, but here it comes. The same man became the first foreign citizen to address the U.S. House of Representatives on December 10, 1824. Citizens have named dozens of cities across the country in his honor. Who was this French Marquis? Three, two, one. Okay, it's a mouthful. If you say Lafayette, you get credit. But you could have said, and I'm going to really, I'm going to do my best with this name. You could have said Marie Joseph Paul Yves Roche Gilbert de Moutier, or simply Marquis de Lafayette. All right, now here's a fun fact. Lafayette is credited with designing the French tricolore flag inspired by the American red, white, and blue. Moving on to number seven, which American helped Lafayette write the Declaration of the Rights of Man and of the Citizen for the French? Yes, there was really a document led to the French Revolution called the Declaration of the Rights of Man and of the Citizen. And an American helped Lafayette write it. Who was that American? Three, two, one. Come on, it was Thomas Jefferson. All right, that document was one of the basic charters of human liberties containing principles that inspired the French Revolution. A familiar trajectory with our Declaration of Independence. Okay, number eight, we're getting close to the end here. The French were famous for building their North American empire on the fur trade. Traders bartered Martin, Fox, Otter, and Mink, but beaver became the main staple of the fur trade. The silk hat replaced the beaver hat after a certain member of the British royal family began wearing one in the mid-1800s. Name this man. Who was the man who popularized the silk hat in the mid-1800s? Member of the British royal family. Three, two, one. That member of the British royal family was no other than Prince Albert of Saxe-Coburg and Gotha, the husband of Queen Victoria. All right, number nine. Which city is home to the first Catholic university in the Northwest Territory? It's not an obscure city, so, you know, think of a big one. It was home to the first Catholic university in the Northwest Territory, and I'll give you another hint. The founders named it after the, quote, first and greatest Jesuit missionary. All right. Three, two, one. I'll give you a tiny little hint. It's Xavier, which makes it Cincinnati as the city where it was established. 
And finally, Louisville, Kentucky took its name from King Louis XVI of France in appreciation for his help during the Revolutionary War. The city was founded by the brother of either Meriwether Lewis or William Clark, leaders of the Lewis and Clark expedition of 1804 to 1806. So the question is, was the founder of Louisville a Lewis or a Clark? Come on, it's only 50-50. And three, two, one, if you, cho- if you chose Clark, you are the big winner. It was George Rogers Clark. He had a tough life. Um, He was a a great patriot, but, you know, struggled a lot with poverty. Well, how did you do with this quiz about the French in the Ohio River Valley? I had a lot of fun researching this, I have to tell you. And before I close, I want to offer up a couple of links I think you might enjoy. um, Last year, I wrote a newsletter about Tecumseh and the outdoor drama that tells his story in Chillicothe, Ohio. And I have a link in the newsletter, hopefully it comes through in the show notes, uh, a, a podcast about him. It's a half hour long podcast about Tecumseh from Ohio Mysteries podcast. And it's beautifully written and narrated by Paula Schlees. I really enjoyed it. And I think you will too. And finally, <clears throat> you might enjoy this article that I wrote about the transformative power of travel. It's from my other newsletter. Um, It's a birthday rumination on slow travel, wherein I ask whether Mark Twain had it right. All right, folks, thank you for participating in this uh, February trivia quiz on the Ohio River Valley. And I'll be back in a couple of weeks with another newsletter. And, uh, And then I'll see you again for more trivia in March. Thanks for being with me. And please tell someone else about this terrific fun we're having over here on the 981 Project. See you next time.